This is episode 191 of the Relate Podcast on relating to others. We are spending more and more time in the online world, looking through our screens and increasingly disconnected with those around us. But studies have proven that it's real-life meaningful relationships that bring us the most joy and happiness. It's all about human connection and conversing with people from a variety of backgrounds. Worlds change when eyes meet. So let's sit down and relate. I am your host, Patrick McAndrew, and welcome to another episode of the Relate Podcast. Thank you so much for being with me today. On today's episode, we are talking about relating to others. As you know, this podcast is called Relate, and it's all about the importance of creating deep and meaningful connections and relationships with our fellow human beings. So, when it comes to relating to other people, what I mean by that is finding commonality, finding similarities, finding common ground, especially with people who might be completely different from yourself. I think in today's very divided world, this is more important than ever. I think that as humans, it's so easy to see one another's differences that we don't really realize how easy it could be to see one another's similarities. I think and I believe that humans are much more similar than they are different. And I think it's amazing and pretty astounding that we tend to look at the differences much more often than the similarities. So when we are talking with someone new, it's important to find out what they are interested in, what they're passionate about, what they like doing with their time, even if it's something as simple as, oh, I like spending time with my friends or family, or, oh, I like watching this specific TV show, or, oh, I like playing this specific video game. When we find that passion, we want to lean into it when we're talking with someone, especially when it's someone that we have just met. The reason for this is that we want to be interested in people. If we become interested in people, that person is much more likely to be invested in who we are and what we're excited about and what we want to do and pursue with our lives. It's where we are able to find those common interests and to find those similarities that bind us together as human beings. It allows us to relate to one another. So when you are talking with someone new, just learn more about them. I know that sometimes, especially in awkward networking situations, it could be kind of awkward, it could be sort of tense sometimes and I feel the best way to open up is just to ask people about who they are and get curious about them as well. Something that's very important to keep in mind as well when relating to other people is to try to steer clear about making the conversation about yourself. I think this is especially important when someone comes to you with a problem. I briefly talked about this in one of my most recent episodes about how when someone comes to you and say that they come to you with a problem, 
And the thing that you don't want to do in that scenario is say an example that you went through, that you overcame and how you got through it. I'd recommend not doing this unless the person specifically asks, oh, what did you do in that situation? The reason for this is that most of the time, this person who's coming to you with a problem usually just wants someone to listen to them. It's very rare that they are solicitating advice unless they specifically ask for it. I've talked before on this podcast about sort of the issues that that come about with regards to giving advice that is unasked for or unwanted. It makes people seem self-centered, even if the intention is meaningful. It draws the conversation away from the person that it really should be about and puts the focus on you. This is not a good way to relate to people because it severs that possibility of connection when you make the conversation all about yourself. But because it could be deceiving, because it could sometimes seem like you're helping the other person by doing it, a lot of people fall into this trap. So if you're in that kind of scenario, say you're in a conversation and it goes in that direction, simply be an active listener. I talked about this in my podcast episode a little bit ago in The Art of Listening, is really just listen to what the person is telling you and then respond accordingly. Maybe ask them more questions, maybe sympathize with how they are feeling, but don't necessarily make it about you. When it comes to relating people, it really is a matter of making that first initial step, but not necessarily about yourself. Always make it about the other person. Always make the conversation about them, especially if you're the one engaging in the conversation, if you're the one starting the conversation. Now, if someone starts asking questions about you, yes, then feel free to talk about yourself. But you don't want to go up to someone and say, hey, this is me, I do this, I enjoy that, and this is my life story. It it could, could kind of bombard people a little bit, especially if they have just met you. Now, sometimes, and I am guilty of this, I've run into the problem with this many times, is that... I always yield to the other person most of the time. I feel that I am more of a listener than a talker usually in conversations unless someone is asking me specific questions. But then sometimes I fall into the trap of not sharing enough about myself or my experiences or my struggles with people. And it, it takes a lot of nuance, and I'm not perfect at this, and it's always a work in progress, of trying to figure out, okay, when to, when to open up about those sort of things with people, when to find those right moments where it's not making it all about you, but at the same time you're being open and sharing with yourself as you would, or sharing about yourself in a close friendship or with a family member or something like that. It definitely takes a nuance and 
recognizing, okay, when is it appropriate to share a little bit more about myself? But definitely check yourself on these things because the last thing you want is to sever a potential fruitful connection with someone because you're bragging about your latest accomplishments or you didn't even ask one single question about that person as an individual. For all, a lot of my friends out there who are currently in the dating scene, I hear that this is really the number one issue that people have with really bad dates is that the date never asks any questions about the person that they're on the date with. It just always ends up being about them. So in relating to people and really working to find those similarities and not neglect the differences, but focus on the similarities more so than the differences and making the conversation about the person that you're talking to, that will be the beginning of a potential very great connection that could last many years to come. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Relate. You can let me know your thoughts on this episode by going to Apple Podcasts and leaving me a review. Or if you have the Anchor app, feel free to call in and leave a voicemail. I would love to hear from you. You can support this podcast by clicking the link in the show notes. Thank you so much again for tuning in, and I'll catch you all in the next episode.